Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast. And I'm Chad Huffman. Today is Monday, April 10th, 2023. It is Easter Monday. Hope everybody had a great Easter. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics. But first, a uh, quick rundown of today's uh, events. It is National Cinnamon Crescent Day. Yum. And it is also National Siblings Day. Uh, congratulations if you love your sibling, and if you don't, um, maybe congratulations as well. <laughs> I have seven, so it could be either way with with me. Today's topic. <laughs> I'm just going to move along here. Somebody's listening. Somebody's going to be upset. Somebody's going to say, "Well, that's obviously not me." <laughs> oh my goodness! So today's topics: trench fatalities have occurred for thousands of years. Recently. There have been a few high-profile cases on trenching. Now, now, Chad, there's a, 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 this stuff has been around for thousands of years, and and, and I want to point out the couple of cases I want to talk about this morning. OSHA does not normally seek criminal charges. You have to hit a pretty high bar of uh, what they call willful or repeat, which means you've been cited for something before that could have killed somebody, and then it happened again within a certain amount of time under certain conditions and it caused somebody's death, then, then they are likely to recommend um, uh, criminal charges. So it's, it's pretty few and far between. They don't push this very often. Um, and to be oh, quite wow, frank, okay. we've had a couple in since, since, um, uh, since January. So the, and again, the, the two cases I'm going to talk about here first, Chad, are, are uh, on, um, the the, uh, the days that the charges were filed, not the day the event happened. Uh, again, there's sometimes a six-month lag uh, between the event and issuing a citation. Oh, and back okay. in January, uh, the owner of, uh, of a construction company out in uh, Denver uh, was uh, charged with felony manslaughter. Uh, and he surrounded local authorities um, due to a trench collapse uh, that was uh, uh, exposed a worker to a deadly uh, event, uh, no trench box in place. March 3rd, uh, East Coast, uh, Vermont construction company owner and an employee were charged with manslaughter in a trench collapse in Connecticut. Uh, uh, they killed a 56 year old worker. I mean, these are two cases within literally uh, 60 days of each other where they did that. Um, yeah. One that we that, that we really can't talk about. And for those of you safety folks out there, who fancy yourselves uh, uh, the authority on stuff? This is one of my pet peeves. Um, uh, in at JFK and a uh, airport a couple of weeks ago, April third to be exact, uh, a con two construction workers were killed in a collapse at JFK Airport. There is no information out there. I checked the uh, uh, number of sources, including OSHA, this morning. There's no information. So, so when we talk about what happened, the answer is I don't know what happened. Uh, but we do know that we have two employees that were killed in a trench. Uh, so oh, we're just wow. going to go ahead and, and leave that one alone. And, and again, that's one of my pet peeves that um, that people talk about. Um, uh, you know, the, the, this happened because of blah. We don't know enough, and it might be a year before we actually know what happened there. So, so the reason it's on this podcast today, this morning, is that the event happened, and we need to raise awareness to trench safety. So, yeah, the fact that we've got three of these events uh we're good i mean just just started this year this is uh i mean it's alarming right like it's pretty uh 
And maybe some way we say, like, is this kind of par for the course or should it be alarming and we're worried about this? Um, I mean, how do you how do you approach something like that? Well, if you look back at 2022 stats, uh, they had 35 trench deaths in 2022. That is double what there was in 2021. And uh, looking at the um, uh, what we're seeing in the news, we are very much on track to equal or surpass what what happened in 2022. So we've got to do something. And OSHA's actually put out a uh, a uh, um, a special emphasis program. States has special emphasis programs to to force awareness uh, on the compliance officers end of that. Uh, but just if you if you look at the the fatality catastrophe report, and before you talk about, it, let me let me introduce the 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 fat cat report. So for you folks out there to say, hey, uh, I'd really like to know who's getting hurt and who's getting killed. There's a report on OSHA.gov yeah. called Fat Cat, and it's not an overweight kitty cat. It's called fatality catastrophe report. Uh, called Fat Cat Report. And when you pull up the Fat Cat Report, it lists every fatality that OSHA is investigating. And I will urge caution that sometimes they are so fresh on there that they are not fully resolved. So it'll have a little asterisk next to that saying, just because somebody was cited doesn't mean that's the total um, final solution to that. So uh, yeah. this Fat Cat Report is really easy to pull up. Uh, you can Google Fat Cat. That Just use all one word. Uh, when you get into OSHA.gov, then there are, there is a keyword search that you can use in the report. So we pulled up the fat cat report for uh, 2022 um, just because the other cases are so current. I didn't want to start talking about them and be wrong. Uh, the 2022 report and, you know, Chad, did you have a, a chance to look over that report uh, before we uh, went on air this morning? What are we, uh, what are we looking at? Just, you know, out of curiosity for our listeners, what are we looking at for causes of trench deaths in 2022? Uh, the majority of these events, if not actually all of them, are by, I guess you could say one offender. One, uh, one event in particular is the uh, trench collapse. Um, and I think every single case that I'm looking at right now it is because of trench collapse, which, to correct me if I'm wrong, that's someone who, <clears throat> excuse me, that's someone who's in the trench, and then it collapses on them. Is that correct? That that is that is exactly it. Now there's going to be some nuances here, um, in that um, I have personally, as a safety person, had uh, um, claims um, where I had to help my client defend against during trench collapse and uh, the trench box was in place or the, the trench protective measures were in place, but the employee exited the protected area and the event happened. So, so mm. what we have here, and there is one other case I, I wanted to point out on there. that's quite um, telling is a trench box fell on top of a, uh, of an employee and fatally crushed them. So what oh, that, wow. uh, what that, meant was uh and, and and again without going into the details of this uh we have a couple of options one they were setting the trench box or removing the trench box and the employee was underneath the suspended load and fell on top of him and killed him that that that's one option that we have in that case the other option potential is that the trench box was not the right size or dimension for the 
for the uh, trench. And when the wall caved and it rolled over and fatally crushed them, those are your two options that I would say without diving into depth uh, in depth of that, uh, of that event. But the rest of them are all trench collapse, which means that yeah. the wall gave way uh, on that. So, and so something, something interesting too, it just made me think of this, like, um, Maybe sometimes we think like, hey, this can't happen to me. This can't happen on my job site. Like here in North Carolina, we've had, um, at least where I live, we've had rain for like the past two days. So, uh, I mean, the total saturation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like total, total saturation. Uh, and so sometimes you might think, well, maybe there's a certain part of the country where they're getting more rain. And so the soil or the ground's going to be more wet, more apt to this. Um I mean, I, I think that's probably a non-factor. Like this is north, south, east, or west um, states listed on here on this um, on this report are you know not they're located in different in different places, different types of soil, different things going on. So um, maybe no one's thinking that, but if they are, that's probably not a good way to think about it. Hey, we don't get a lot of we don't get you know, X amount of snow, X amount of rain or whatever, like this can always be a problem in whatever ground soil type you're working in. Um, and that trench collapse, and this is a lot of, a lot of data, a lot of these things happening and seemingly a short amount of time, almost dedicated to just this one issue. Right. Um, you know, that's, that's a pretty big deal. It is. And and uh, I, I want to point out that uh, part of the Safety Unlocked podcast series is uh, we're starting a new one on um, uh, next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday, uh, that deals, or actually this Thursday, deals with historical events and um, and why we're repeating the same event over and over again because we're not learning the lesson. The old adage, if you don't learn from your uh, mistakes, you're, you're destined to repeat them. Uh, and I don't want to give away some of our our content, but um, in Deuteronomy, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy, it says if you dig a pit and you fail to cover it or fill it, and an ox or an ass falls in it, and I'm just paraphrasing, folks, um, um, you're liable. And that's in the Bible, and then you get a couple of thousand years worth of hay. If you dig a hole, cover it, or don't go in there. You know, this is... <laughs> You know, this isn't something new and I can go back literally. I, we could talk an entire week just on trench collapse, but we don't seem to, to learn this lesson here. So what can we do um, to fix this? Well, using the, the hierarchy of controls, elimination being the highest one, do we need to go in the trench? Now, it, it's a very important question. Um, I have a, 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 a client who does a lot of piping work and they use this, um, this pipe and they weld it together. It's, it's kind of like a fiberglass uh, a plastic and they weld it together, but they weld it outside of the hole uh, and they do 60, 70, 80 foot sections. And then they slowly just let it roll into the hole so they don't have to go in there. Then they set the gravel in, then they run the remote control vibrator over the top and they fill the hole in and they never go down in there. So the question that we always need to ask is, if we've been doing it that way for 40 freaking years, do we need to do it that way this year? We need to do it that way next year. Uh, can we eliminate the person going in the trench? And if the answer is truly no, then truly no, then elimination doesn't work. But uh, we have enough technology out there today to say, how can we do things differently? And Chad, you know me well enough to know, say my answer to everything is 
the drone. And they actually have drones yep. that go uh, underground and go in trenches and go through pipes and things like that. Uh, substitution, uh, I don't think we're substituting a trench for anything other than that, but I will give you a great example. Um, there is a, a technology out there, and it's not new. It's been around for uh, probably close to 30 years now where where they use uh, cameras to go into water and sewer lines uh, and look for for breaks um, and holes and root intrusions. Uh, and then they go by and they use a machine that cleans it all out, but that hole is still there. So they put a small piece of pipe in there after the robot goes in and maps out where all the Ys and Ts and connections are. And then they fill it with steam and it expands and it creates a uh, lining that's the same thickness of what the pipe would have been. And you never even have to dig the pipe up. That's an example of substitution. That works for sometimes for water lines, but it certainly does not work when you're laying some electrical lines and you have those kind of issues. The third yeah. one on the hierarchy controls engineering. And this is, this is Chad, this is where the, the, the rubber meets the road where the metal mm -hmm. meets the uh, the two by four, it's cutting. It's um, <laughs> it's a trench box. And it's not yep. just a trench box because trench boxes are prefabricated steel plates that have pipes that connect them and you drop them in the hole. Those don't always work because there are uh, pipes that have to go under and over and around. You have to be able to go down there and pull them all. I get that. But there's also uh, timber shoring, there's steel plates, there's engineered system. There is an abundance of engineered systems. Some of them you can put in the back of a pickup truck. Other ones you need a semi and an excavator. Okay. Yeah. So there is a ton of options, but the one option you don't have is to not protect your employees. I think OSHA has well been said, yeah. better with their, with how they're charging these people, these company owners, and in some cases the excavator, uh, they're starting to charge people saying, hey, you will protect them. So engineering is probably the one option that yeah. you, the companies are falling short on. Administrative controls uh, is training. Um, so I'm going to roll back and say, hey, if the supervisor allows you to get outside the trench box, if the supervisor does not have um, the knowledge or the ability to get you a trench box before you go in there, those are administrative control. That's management. Okay. Um, yeah. So we need to do something to fix that. We need administrative controls. And the last one is PPE. And I really don't think that uh, other than falling objects, uh, your safety glasses, your gloves, your 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 vest is not going to save you. Uh, and 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 I hate to be, um, you know, one of those guys who makes light of uh, somebody dying, but the vest only helps them locate your body. It doesn't really do anything to save your life. Um, and, and it's terrible that, that that I would be so so callous to say that, but that's the reality. Um, um, when something as simple as a trench box or or a protective system could have been put in place, okay. Um, yeah. I, I will say that at the JFK airport, and we're not going to get into any root causes. Um, <clears throat> the video that they were showing from a from a helicopter showed a a fairly narrow deep trench that had uh some protective measures in there um but again it was a trench collapse so we don't know what happened um on there there are cases of of, of uh um, some systems not being enough you can't put a piece of plywood up and ask it to hold um some dirt back if you were to uh to calculate a, a square cubic foot of dirt that's not saturated with water 
is about 100 pounds. So a cubic yard of dirt is about a ton, or I'm sorry, half a ton, a thousand pounds. Um, you know, and you can't ask a piece of three quarter inch plywood to hold back a thousand pounds. Uh, yeah. So when you are doing protective systems, again, make sure that they are the right answer for that. So there are a like, myriad um, of. Go, go ahead, Chad. Sorry, it just made me think of like. Um, We've talked about this before, or sometimes I think you hear people say this, or people maybe even think this, like um, trench collapses um, in some ways. It's like, oh, if I get if I get um, covered up, right, uh, mm-hmm. I can maybe perhaps dig my way out, or I can do something to help myself in some way. Um, and um, like you just said, like if you start taking into the, you know, taking into account how much this stuff really weighs. Um, it's not like, you know, a Hollywood uh, film or uh, just recently two things I saw, like um, this cartoon my kids were watching. Uh, this family gets like locked in this barn. They're trying to get out. So they, they like dig through like the, <laughs> they go down, they dig in the ground, they come up. It was like this Halloween special thing, like zombies. <laughs> um, or I, I saw this, this video, um, this guy who was a snowboarder. And uh, it's just really high, you know, heavy snow. And I guess he did a trick thing or something. He landed, fell into one of these holes. And I mean, he was, I mean, he was there. Like part of yeah. the snowboard was sticking out. The skier came by, was digging him out, you know, trying to help him. But it's almost like maybe people think if this happened to me, I could most likely dig myself out. And so the afterthought is, Maybe, you know, it's scary. We want to take precautions. But if it happened, I think I could maybe get myself out of this. Where, you know, sometimes something happens, maybe people don't think that way. I mean, you know, what do you think about that? I I have to go back to one of my favorite, let me dig myself out of here. Uma Thurman in Kill Bill Volume 2 is in a casket. And she uses karate chops (laughs) and punch through the lid of the casket, peels the wood back. And then crawls through six feet of soil to get up to the surface with limited time and air. Yeah, I mean, we can all do that stuff. But um, analogy I love to use when telling people that you're not going to be able to do that is, um, can you do a push-up? And the answer is, for most of us, the answer is yes. And some of us can do more uh, than that. But can you do a push-up with, with me standing on your back? And the answer is no. And I said, well, we're talking six foot of dirt is is two and a half three tons on your on your back and you can't do a push-up with me on your back um there, there's a huge weight difference right there plus if i give you a chance to dig out like in your barn um i'm giving you a chance to dig out you have thought you have time you have reasoning when a trench class happens you have zero notice it just happens you know, so you're not taking that deep breath. You're not protecting your chest area. You just get squished down into there. I, uh, I too was uh, uh, watching some old movies uh, over the weekend, and I watched the um, the Great Escape where they tunneled underneath to get out, and they were dealing with cave-ins and collapses and and the whole nine yards. It, it's it's uh, the earth will heal itself. It will fill the hole if you make a cut in there. It will fill it. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's, 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 there's nothing to go from there. That, that actually reminds me about, I'll tell a real quick story here as we're wrapping this up. Uh, there was a, uh, um, um, an adventure guy who liked finding lost treasures and, uh, he'd heard about a, 
a World War II soldier had found a bag of blood diamonds uh, while engaged uh, with uh, with the German army, and he stuffed them into his fighting position um, into a hole, and he told that story the rest of his life. And this guy was uh, the treasure hunter had heard the story, interviewed the guy before he died, um, and then was able to use um, uh, helicopter and airplane. They didn't have uh, uh, drones back then imagery. And uh, they were able to fly over this area where this battle through his memory had happened. And they were able to still identify some of the fighting positions because they had never the earth heals itself. Nobody came by and filled up the fighting positions afterward. And they were able to go through and say, here's where these foxholes were dug. These, these manholes were all dug uh, for people oh, wow. to fight. And, and in the end, he was able to find the, the blood diamonds and then in turn uh, gave them to, to uh, so a Holocaust survivor fund. But it was really uh, to me, the, 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 the super interesting thing is that the trenches were still there, but it had healed themselves. And that's one of those things when we talk about the dynamics of trenching is that if you, if you make any cut in the earth, it will fix itself. Uh, and if yeah. you're in there, when it starts fixing itself, very bad things that happen. So in summary, <clears throat> trench boxes, any kind of protective solutions uh, uh, you have use engineering. Don't assume that it won't happen to you. Uh, protective measures again is training and making sure you have the right resources on site. A great rescue crew is um, is just not going to help you. Have a safe week. You've been listening to Safety Unlocked, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by Exceed Safety. Visit our website at exceedsafetyllc.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. Exceed Safety LLC.